Mana and Kore are inside Lucky Takeaways, waiting for their fish and chips. Mana is pondering on Kore's revelation of the Ashmen, when one of the cooks suddenly comes tearing out of the kitchen with his back on fire. He bursts through the swing doors that smash back and forth wildly, almost sending it off its hinges. Mana tackles the cook to the ground, removes his coat and smothers the fire. Kore peers into the kitchen as the door swings back and forth. There are flames everywhere, and another chef is going nuts, shooting his fire extinguisher in all directions. Through all the smoke and carbon dioxide, Kore sees a figure that's made entirely of flames. It stares straight at her. It has no eyes or mouth, and its face is more like the outline of a blank mask. It suddenly moves in her direction, making her stumble backwards. It picks up pace and leaps towards her, leaving a blazing fire trail behind it. Cowering before it, she lifts her hands to her head and braces for impact. The cook shoots his fire extinguisher in the figure's direction, but before it can touch Kore, it explodes in a brilliant ball of fire over her body. Kore opens her eyes to see little embers floating through the air. The cook with the fire extinguisher is unsure what he's seen and is giving Kore a strange look. In the meantime, Mana is occupied dousing the flames on the cook. He has missed all the action. Kore leaves the fish and chip shop in a rush. Hey, Kore! Hey, sh- shouldn't, shouldn't we stay here? Kore, wait up! Oi! Mana rings the fire station to alert them to the fire and takes off after Kore, chasing her down the street. As he catches up to her, he says, Hey, what's going on? What's this about the Ashmen? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Try me! Kore stops walking and explains. Okay, there's a mark or two on my family. I didn't tell you the whole truth. My parents did die in a fire, and so did my grandparents. In fact, all of my family have perished in fires. All of them. The Ashmen won't stop until they take the last surviving member of my family. Me! Kore, you're right. I don't believe you. Kore starts to walk away. But wait, I know someone who will. My nan, she knows all about this stuff. If anyone can help, she can. Let her help, please. Kore pauses, then shrugs. Sure, okay, something. Anything. I'll let her know we're coming. Kore and Mana climb into the truck and head out to meet Mana's nan. Nan's house is a little old-fashioned place on the outskirts of town. Nan opens the door. Wee, Mana boy, kite pehya. Nan. Oh, get the boy. And who do we have here? Oh, this is Kore. Finally! I was wondering when you were going to bring your girlfriend around to meet me. Mana is giving his nan the cut-it signal behind Kore's back. So, you're the super cute one he's always going on about him. Kore turns to Mana 
but it's talking to Nan. Super cute. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what Nan's talking about. Mana tries to change the subject. Oh, Nan, uh, uh, how about a nice cup of tea, hey? Sounds great, Mana. I'll put the kettle on. Nan has an old potbelly stove. She puts another log in, stokes the fire, and places an old teapot on top to heat the water. Mana has tried to get me to use the new jug over there, but it doesn't taste the same. The old ways are better, ne? Hmm. Nan turns to Kore. Now, why are you here, dear? Mana said something on the phone about a curse. When I went back to the old homestead, I found my mother's old diary. What was in it? It had old newspaper clippings, fires, people killed, my people. Most of the fires were thought to be arson, and they were, kind of. In our family, they're known as the Ashmen. I think they caused the fires. There's three of them. We even have names for each of them. One is called Black Smoke. Another is called Fireman. I know, don't say it. And the last and most dangerous of the three is known as Cinderman. They're kind of like Kaiweddle. Black Smoke is the one that spots you, you know, finds you. The second, Fireman, I think he marks you for the third, Cinderman, who closes the deal. <sighs> there. I finally said it all out loud. Mana is concerned. Marks you for the third guy. What closes the deal? There's an awkward silence before the penny drops in Mana's head. Oh, shucks. Well, which guy are we up to? She raises one finger. I saw black smoke at the kitchen. She raises another finger. Fireman at the fish and chip shop. So... Kore raises three fingers. Oh no, Nan, what do we do? Nan inquires again. Was there anything else at the homestead? Any clue on what to do? No. I've been going back through all the old corridor from my iwi. The only thing I know is that everything started when most of the people from my village were wiped out in the Tarawera eruption. Whoa, we're from that area too. We're Ngāti Manamana. What's your iwi there? Ngāti Manawa Kore. Whoa, that's awesome. Isn't that awesome, Nan? Get out. Hide Hide out, you! Go, Papa! Nan, what the hell? Get out of my house! Go, Papa! Traitor! As Nan's voice rises, so too does the fire inside the potbelly stove. The oven starts shaking, and flames burst through the slits in the oven door. Nan is screaming like she's possessed, and the potbelly looks like it could explode at any second. Potbelly suddenly stops shaking. There's an eerie silence. 
and the lock on the potbelly door unlatches itself. A hand of ash comes out and grabs the door, opening it up slowly. A second hand grips the other side of the opening. The fire inside the potbelly rages and the ash hands are pulling something through the little door. Out comes a head, followed by a torso that collapses onto the floor. A figure of dread, made of ash and embers, is inhaling and exhaling deeply. Its head whips up. A Tai. Ah, nope, not hungry, thank you. Kore grabs Mana's hand. Gotta go, Mana. Come on! They burst out of the door and jump into the truck. Mana puts the keys into the ignition. The car doesn't start. Oh, come on! Come on, Mana! Hurry! Through the rearview mirror, Mana sees two other shapes forming. One that Kore's family calls Black Smoke, and the other, Fireman. The Ashmen move towards the truck in a Gurutao formation, with Cinderman at point and the other two off his shoulders. They're off. Kore turns to keep her eyes on the Ashmen, who are gaining on them. Cinderman jumps onto the back of the truck. Mana feels the impact of his weight and swerves to one side that throws Cinderman into a tree. He explodes into a million pieces. You got it, Mana! Kore turns to see that the embers are gathering through the air, putting Cinderman back together. As the last ember snaps into place, Cinderman cracks his neck and continues the pursuit. Oh no! Black Smoke is the fastest of the three and appears to overrun the truck. Oh, what's he doing? I don't know! Black Smoke turns back towards the truck and dives into the grill under the hood. He starts coming through the air conditioning. His body starts to materialize between Mana and Kore. Quick, quick, turn the air conditioning off and open the windows. They open the windows and Black Smoke is sucked out before he has a chance to fully form. Fireman shoots a fireball at the truck. But Mana slams on the brakes and the fireball misses, exploding on the bank. Sunderman shoots ahead of them. He smashes into a tree, bringing it down in front of the truck. The truck hits the falling tree, sending it rolling and throwing Kore onto the grass on the side of the road. Ah! Kore is dazed and lucky to be alive. Her arm is broken, but she staggers to her feet, looking around in a daze for the truck. She sees it, resting upside down on its roof. There's smoke coming from the engine and gas is leaking out of the tank. The Ashmen are hovering around the truck. They taunt Kore. She's the last of Ngāti Manawa Kore and they seem to be savouring the final moment. Kore sees Mana still in the driver's seat. His face is covered in blood. He moves. Kore breathes a sigh of relief. Mana tries to free himself, but his seatbelt is twisted. He's not going anywhere. He sees the Ashmen hovering near him and spots Kore 20 or so meters away from him. Being a trained firefighter, he knows what Kore is thinking. 
rescue. No, 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 Cordair, save yourself. Hide where they won't find you. I'll distract them. Before Cordair has a chance to respond, Mana turns to the Ashmen. Hey, Cinderella! The Ashmen turn their attention to Mana. And you two lovely looking girls must be the ugly stepsisters. Mana, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to hack them off? Because I think it's working. Fireman is obviously upset by what Mana is saying as he glows stronger and stronger with every word. At his zenith, he shoots a flame onto the gas that ignites the trail to the tank. Mana gives Kore a longing look. No! Mana! The whole truck goes up in flames. No! Kore runs towards the truck. The Ashmen are startled by her response, perhaps expecting her to flee. Black Smoke is the first to attack and goes for her face, blinding and choking her. Her training kicks in. Without skipping a beat, she closes her eyes, holds her breath, yanks her top off, wincing as it passes over her broken arm. She wraps it around her nose and mouth. Cinderman throws himself at the earth, turning the surface around the truck into a fiery moat. Kore hesitates momentarily and sprints across the hot coal-like surface. Her shoes melt and her feet start to burn. Fireman raises his arms and transforms into a wall of flames that encircles the truck. Kore has been in this dangerous situation many times before. Although in extreme pain, Kore reaches through the flames and grabs Mana, who has passed out from the heat. She grips Mana and pulls with all her might. The bout breaks and Mana is free. Kore slowly but surely drags Mana out of the truck. She pulls him a few meters before the truck explodes. Kore throws herself over Mana, shielding him as best she can. There are car parts on fire everywhere. The ash men move slowly towards Mana and Kore unaffected by the carnage around them. Mana comes too. Kore, what are you doing? You need to get away. No, Mana. No more running. She turns to the Ashmen. Hey, Ashmen! I'm ready! Mana looks up to see the Ashmen approaching. Man, don't you guys quit. Mana turns to Kore and for once says something meaningful. Hey, Nazi Manoa Kore. For what it's worth, thank you for saving this snot-nosed kid from Nazi Mana Mana, eh? The Ashmen freeze on the spot. 136 years later, Nazi Manoa Kore has finally come to Ngāti Manamana's aid. Cinderman intones two final words. With that, the Ashmen dissolve and swirl in midair just in front of Mana and Kore. For just a second, the ash forms a taiaha and disappears in the swirling breeze. Mana turns to Kore, hoping not to say something stupid. 
Vekon. The ash men have left forever. He said Kwa'er. I think he was talking about the curse. It's over. Yes. Yeah. I feel lighter. Mana looks at the truck. Speaking of lifts, is your thumb still working? I think I need to get to the hospital. <laughs> One of them is. She holds up her unbroken thumb. Good. Now, put it after the hospital. He touches her face gently. How about getting something to eat? <laughs> that would be nice. Just one thing though. Anything but fish and chips. Pakikehua, he mea tuku, na te wānanga o Aotearoa, a na te maanga e pāho i tautoko. Pakikehua, brought to you by te wānanga o Aotearoa, with funding from te maanga e pāho. <laughs>